0: beauty business babe my name is Kelly Callahan I'm a corporate dropout turned beauty business CEO I started my journey seven years ago with the last $2,000 in my pocket and a huge vision to succeed since then I've been able to grow my small mobile spray tanning business into a half a million dollar international business I'm here to share my knowledge so you too can create more income and have more freedom because if I can do it, I know that you can do it too, sis. Let's get glowing. Hello, everybody. I have a very special guest here for you guys. I think somebody that you're really going to like to talk to. Miss Antonella, she is going to be helping us answer legal questions today, which I know all of you guys have questions about your business from a legal standpoint, because I see it in this group all the time. She was actually able to help us with the Slay the Spray event. She was one of our bonus speakers. So if you were a part of Slay the Spray and missed it, um, you can head on over to Slay the Spray Facebook group, and you should be able to see her. You should be able to see her there. First off, let's start off with doing an introduction for those who are on here who may not have seen the video or seen you can you do a quick introduction on who you are and what you do
1: yeah yeah so first thank you so much for having me on here Um, my name is Antonella Colella I am a business and trademark attorney Um, I have a specialized niche in beauty based businesses so I help um, a lot of beauty service businesses and also beauty product businesses and so You know, I help them with everything from like pre-launch, so getting set up, what do they need um, to really, you know, get that legal foundation, and then any kind of contracts that they need, and then um, also trademark registration, which is like one of my favorite things to do, Um, and it's just so relevant right now just with like the online environment, social media, everybody copies everybody, and it's just so important to, um, you know, it's like really protect your brand and to protect your, uh, your name and your logo and all of that. So, I really enjoy working with beauty-based businesses. Um, I started like probably four or five years ago. I've been in a business attorney for 13 years, and about four or five years ago, I had my first beauty client, and they were like a skincare brand, and I just like that was it. Like I just from there, I, I, I love the industry, um, and I just kept getting like referrals um, from that, and it's just been a nice journey to go on. I love that because
0: we need help. We need some serious help. Sure. <laughs> there are a lot of people in this group, in particular, there's over a thousand women, and a lot of them are brand new into the industry. They have questions like, how do I come up with a good business name? Um, And then a lot of them do have questions about trademarks and things like that. So I guess my first question to you, and by the way, anyone who's watching, feel free to ask questions. I will be um, sharing that with Antonella. So my first question is for the newbie entrepreneur who's in the beauty industry, what are some tips to creating a business name?
1: So before I always tell people before you start like marketing and really spending money, like getting a domain name, make sure that the name that you choose is available um, at the U S patent and trademark office. And there's a couple different ways to do that. Also, before, before that people think that, you know, they'll look on their state registration site and you know, you, that's public information. You can look on your state registration business registration site for a name. And they'll look at that and they'll say, oh, my name's available. Like I haven't seen any social media handles with that name. The My state says that's our name that's available. That may be true. However, that is not enough when it comes to trademark registration. So the best, you know, trademark names, the best names of trademark are really like arbitrary names, like names that don't really have anything to do with the name. Like if you think about um, Apple for computers that's like a very arbitrary business name which works a name that is not good for a beauty brand is for example if you were called like lovely nails salon or like uh, something that if it's something that's descriptive and this kind of describing the service that's not a good name for trademark registration the trademark office doesn't like those types of names so think of something that is different unique arbitrary and then once you have that Um, You're going to want to look at the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office has a free search. They have a database. It's called TESS, T-E-S-S. If you look up TESS plus like Trademark Office, it should come up if you Google it. You could put it in, you could search in there. But again, that is also not enough. So that's going to get you like direct hits. And the Trademark Office is looking for things that are confusingly similar. I don't want to get like too technical, but it's important to do a clearance search have somebody do it. I do those clearance searches. And it's really, you're searching like databases, you're searching state names, you're searching domain names to really like, so that you can know what else is out there so that you don't infringe on somebody else's name. Absolutely.
0: And I think um, the website is USPTO.gov, I believe. So yeah, if you just search it, you guys can find it. But um, so that leads me into my next question. Say, you know, as a name, a lot of these girls have like sun kiss tanning or like glow by their name or something similar to that so if they already have this name like what should they do to see if that's something that they can trademark if they already have the name
1: yeah um you know you can reach out to somebody to see you know reach out to an attorney or trademark attorney to see if if your name is able to get registered if not you know and if you get the advice of you know that it's really going to be hard for you to get registration you would have common law rights which are like you'll have kind of like rights in your geographic area um but it's just not it's not strong enough for trademark protection it's not federal protection but you know that that happens and that's a problem because you end up like building a business with a name you don't want to change it Um, And so that's hard. it's like a hard conversation to have with a client you don't want to say well your name's not able to be trademarked so your choices are leave it as is or change the name like nobody wants to do that. So that's why I always tell people like before you really start it makes sense it's gonna save you in the long run to just like find out before but find out beforehand what's what's the deal with your name.
0: Yeah, I think that's great advice. I don't think a lot of people, especially like newbie entrepreneurs, think about that. I know I didn't in the beginning. My first business name was Positively Tan, which I thought was unique. And it was because I don't think anybody else had that. I've not seen it today. But it's really important to think about. (laughs) It's like rebranding, renaming, and all of these things cost so much time, money, energy. I can't even express it enough so let's go into the benefits of trademarking if somebody has a business name and you know they are wanting to trademark or they are unsure of whether they want to trademark or not can we go over like the benefits of actually trademarking a name for their business
1: yeah so you know a couple things the first thing is when you check your name um because even before protecting your own self, like you wanna make sure that you're not infringing on somebody else because you know that's also a possibility that you could get a cease and desist letter from someone saying, I have this name, I own this name, you have to close, you have to change your name, you can't operate anymore. So just yes, people don't think about that part too, right? So somebody could have your name but you could have somebody else's name. And then, you know, trademark registration, it's presumption of ownership. Like if you have that registration, like you have the presumption that you are the owner. So even if somebody comes along and says, well, I've had this name, I've been using it, that they didn't register. So like, I'm sorry, like, no, you're out of luck. Like I came and registered it first. And then you could also send out cease and desist letters if somebody else is using your name, Um, you could stop people from using it you could also people you know once you get bigger you can make money off your trademark like your trademark is an asset of your business it has value if you franchise if you want to sell your business that registration has a value that you could pass on to somebody else and sell and then one other thing with beauty is like a lot of beauty based businesses franchise or want to franchise. And so trademarks are like super important for that because nobody, you know, if you talk to a franchise attorney, like you're not going to be able to do that. They're not even going to talk to you, you know, until you own your name and you can use it like throughout your, throughout the country or, or wherever you want to franchise absolutely
0: yeah that's super important to know so like I think a lot of people again go into this not really seeing the bigger picture of you know what they can do with their business but um, you know X tan is a business that I recently required acquired and its trademarks but imagine if we didn't have that trademark and then somebody else started creating an X tan brand and sort of creating the same stuff that we are And then I'm screwed out of my name, you know, so I think it's really important to think about. And I know a lot of people don't want to invest in this, especially in the beginning. But I think it's really, really important for the serious business owner who sees a vision for a big brand to franchise, to create products, you know, like spray tanning products and things like that. It's important for you to really think about this. And it's a good investment, in my opinion, to have. Like, I feel like, yes, I'm an actual business owner because I have a trademark name and I feel so much more, um, Confident in like my own brand and what i'm doing. So a question I do get a lot about trademarks is what is the difference between trademarks and patents?
1: Okay, yeah, um, they're totally different. So a patent for beauty would be like if you ha- if you created something that is Completely novel if you if you invented something like maybe the design of a lipstick bottle or something like that. that that's that's really a patent is for something you you actually invented um it could be a formula it's patents in beauty are very difficult to get and a lot of times like what you'll see with beauty is people don't want to like people's ingredients or solutions are secret and so once you patent something it's actually available to everybody in the whole world so like in beauty a lot of times they use like trade secrets rather than patents so it, it trademarking think of trademarking as really like your branding like your brand you want to protect your branding and that's really what trademark says whereas patents is like something completely different um relating to inventions got it yeah that
0: makes sense i watched a lot of shark tank so i know (laughs) i have a good idea of what the differences are so i think it's good to yeah just kind of reiterate that that um the way that i look at it is like like you mentioned it's trademarks for branding patents for idea or invention so
1: mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. uh one thing i wanted to go over is about trade- going a little bit deeper into that now it's my understanding that you could trademark a business name a logo and a slogan is that correct mm-hmm. can you go into that
1: yeah yeah um yeah so your name your a slogan that you have like You know, Nike's just do it. That's a slogan, for example, your logo. You could also trademark colors like Tiffany blue, like they have that trademarked or like um, the hot pink for Uh, T-Mobile. That's a little bit harder. I mean, you have to be like a more established brand to get that, you know, the color trademarked. Also, people are doing like hashtags now, like they're trademarking hashtags, which is something new. But I always tell clients to do their, their name first. Like, because I, I find that clients tend to change logos or like they, logos change over time, um, they kind of evolve. And so like, even if you change, like if you change one thing about your logo, it's not protected anymore. So it's better to just like, your name is your name. You don't want anybody mm-hmm. to, to, to take that. Um, that's what you're known as. So if you are able to do like both at the same time, that's great, but if not, then definitely do the, the trademark, the name first.
0: Yeah, that's definitely what I see as far as like the most common trademark, usually the name itself. Now, do trademarks expire? Say once you get one, does it expire after a certain time or how does that work?
1: So trademarks, they last forever as long as you renew them. So there's a renewal. There's one renewal between the first, the fifth and the sixth year. And then every 10 years after that. You just have to it's like a form you have to file a statement of use saying that you are still using it show them that you're using it in commerce um and so as long as you have that then you know you don't have you you last forever you don't have to like reapply or anything like that
0: got it okay good to know now um going through the process trademarking i am assuming that a lot of the women that are watching right now have never gone through this process they don't really understand what what that looks like so it might seem like it's a lot of work or very overwhelming for them so maybe you can kind of guide us into like how you would get started on that process to trademark your name or logo or slogan or whatever
1: okay um so thing that i do first is um so i send my clients uh, an intake form so it's going to ask you you know when what's the name when did you start using it how are you using it send me examples of you using it like and that's usually a screenshot of a website or um, a picture of your product or um, it could even be like your Facebook page and then I do a comprehensive search well actually before that we we have to decide which classes you're in so when you get a trademark it doesn't cover you like for everything Every good or service like out there you have to pick there's 45 classes of goods and services and so like we would look at that together. You're going to tell me these are the services that I provide. This is exactly what I do and then I'll fit you into the classes and so we'll do a search I have this AI software and most trademark attorneys um, use the software and so we will search like I said the US patent and trademark database state databases or you know domain names to see what else is out there that sounds like your name I'm not looking for something that's exactly on point because that's not the standard the US patent and trademark office is looking to see Okay, is this name um, like similar to another name that's already registered? And like when I say similar, I mean like it could be. Oh my! I mean, you could have, for example, something exactly. So there's Dove Chocolate, but then there's also Dove Soap, and so obviously that's that's a direct hit. And so you know that would be that could be a potential refusal. But even if you had like Dove Soap, and then in the Do- and then also in the soap category like. Um, dove dovetail soap or like dove gray soap that's gonna be a problem even though it's not exactly the same it's definitely gonna be a problem because it's so similar it's in the same category as soap so that will like be a problem I would probably say forget it <laughs> you're gonna get a refusal and so like we'll look at the results of that um, search and Um, I'll do an opinion letter to say okay, this is what we found and like you have a like low medium high probability of getting registered I can never 100% guarantee registration. Nobody can like 100% guarantee But that search gives you a good idea like that's gonna tell me okay Like these are all the names that are out there. This is where your risk lies and like I'll have a pretty good sense like I You know when I see that report I'll know like basically what your chances are Um, and then like once we've decided okay we're gonna move forward then we do the actual application so it's like it's kind of like two steps Um, and the application is it's we're filling it out We're we're gathering all your specimens um, which is you know your proof of your use and sometimes I have to like coach clients on their specimens because it doesn't exactly show what you're using so like you need help to kind of a lot of clients need help to, to get their specimens, right? Uh, and make sure that they're showing the right usage and these are all things that like I always go back to like people say, you know, I could just use legal zoom for a trademark or I could do it myself um, Yes, you can like yes, you can but there's there's trademark registration is a there's a lot of nuance in in there like if your specimens are not right if they're not showing correctly you're gonna get a refusal and then you then like then you might have to hire an attorney to, to answer you know your refusal answer your office action so it's not that expensive in the grand scheme of things to just like have an attorney do it you know that they're doing it right um, and um, you know you have like a you actually have like I think it's this is a statistic that I saw online so please I, mean, I don't know if this is like 100% true but it said um, it's 50% more likely to get registration with an attorney. I don't know if it's 50%, but I, I, you know, it's, it's definitely a better percentage when you use somebody, obviously that um, is a professional like in the industry.
0: Absolutely. And I think for me personally, um, you know, I've looked at different avenues, legal zoom, uh, I've looked at other avenues to try to do it myself because I like to understand somewhat of what's going on. So when I did do that, it just seemed very overwhelming to be honest and I'm pretty like good with certain things but I feel like when it comes to the legal aspect of anything don't half-ass it you know like actually get a professional to do it because I didn't know about all the different classes and I've trademarked or I'm in the process of trademarking three different names and each of them like one has taken over a year Um, and I probably would have given up a long time ago had I not had the assistance. It's important to like, realize like it is a long process. So let's talk a little bit about that. Like once Mm -hmm. the application gets sent in and all of these things, like how long does it typically take for it to get approved if it does?
1: Yeah. So it was taking, like, it used to take like, I don't know, maybe six to nine months. So it would be like three months before an examiner would take a look. Um, and then you could be, you know, three months later, you could be registered now just with, I think with COVID with just so many more people were like working from home and starting businesses within the past year or two, like there's just, they have a backlog. So right now it's taking seven months to get looked at. So after we, you know, file the application, it's seven months for an examiner to even review it. Um, so the whole process is taking like a year it's taking like you know 11 months 13 could take you know a little bit more um, but once you file you're in the system so if somebody you know the next person that comes along and mm-hmm. when they do their search they're gonna see you in there already as a pending application and then if they if, as long as you're pending and somebody comes along after you with a can like a similar mark they'd have to wait like they would be they'd be pending until you got reviewed that's how that's how that works got it got it okay um and so
0: i kind of want to tie this all together and i wanted to see if you would be open to sharing like a real life story about somebody who maybe could have been protected had they had a trademark but since they didn't have a trademark, do you know of any like stories like that where they didn't have a trademark? So something happened, somebody else took their name and they had to change their name or whatever.
1: So, um, you know, a couple things. So I have one client right now that is, um, they are a, they're a beauty studio. It's, they do like, um, like body contouring. Um, and so They've 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 been around a while. They um, have got a lot of press. They've been operating, you know, for several years. Um, but they they now want to franchise, and so they've come to trademark registration late. So they come now to trademark registration. Now the their name um, is taken. they the their, the name of their business is taken. So we're in the process now of trying to figure out, you know what do we do in this situation? They can't change their name because they've, they've, they're already established. They've already been operating. They've got so much press, you know, national press, local press with that name. Um, and so now we're trying to figure out like, what are the steps I've reached out to the attorney for the other brand um, to see if there's some kind of, you know, arrangement that we can come to, but it's kind of like, I don't know, TBD. I, you know, I, I, you always hope for the best, but it just, It's just so important to just do it in the beginning um, because you just, it's a bad, this is a bad position for them to be in. Absolutely. Yeah, I would be devastated. (laughs) That's awful.
0: So um, I think I'm going to end this. Well, we have a question here actually. Mandy is asking, what's the link to file?
1: So if you just, if you Google um, USPTO trademark, that will take you to you actually file on the US Patent and Trademark Office website there. So, you know, you, you make a login and that's where, you know, and even myself, that's where we go and do the file act, the actual applications. And that will tell you that gives you a lot of information too, like about the process. Okay, perfect. And say if somebody was interested in hiring you to help
0: them with the trademark, how does that work? How can they contact you? How can they get more information?
1: yeah so um the name of my firm is called colella legal studio and my email is antonella at colella legal studio c-o-l-e-l-l-a legalstudio.com you could reach out to me on facebook um on instagram you can send me an email my website has um, also some more information and then on instagram i share like a lot of trademark tips and like kind of business tips um so you could you know feel free to follow me on there as well Perfect. So what I'll do, too, is I'll link
0: some of her um, act information below in the comments. So if you guys are watching the replay, you guys can check it out. Or if you're watching live and you're like, whoa, well, I missed that. Just check out the comments in about five minutes and you'll see all of the stuff there. Um, Antonella, maybe you can help me with that as well. Just like typing in your Instagram or Facebook or website or whatever. I... As somebody who has a trademark now and as somebody who has two pending trademarks right now I will tell you with 100% certainty I probably most likely would not have (laughs) gone with the trademark that is beauty business babes up here if it wasn't for the person that I was working with because I would have just long gone I have like mad ADD so anytime something comes up I'd probably put it on the back burner and just be like, oh, I'll do it some other day. I'll do it some other day. I'll do it some other day. The other day would never come. I'm telling you right now, it's very like tedious work that I personally don't want to do. So if you need help with this, Antonella has been super nice, super amazing to talk to. So talk to her, chat with her. She can answer your questions. And if you're really thinking about creating a solid brand where you're going to make products or franchise or you know, do whatever you guys are planning on doing, having even just, you know, your salon in your local area, look into trademarking. It's something that often like gets overlooked. So it's really important if you want to stay with your name and be protected, it'll be great for you to talk to Antonella and she can help you out with that. Thank you so much. So I want to thank you two for taking your time and energy to be here. If you guys are part of the Slay the Spray, whether it's virtual or in person, you guys can head on over to the Facebook group that is Slay the Spray. I have a ton, or she has um, her video there and we have all of our bonus speakers still live on there. So if you guys want to check out her presentation on trademarks, please go ahead and do that. And we will go ahead and type in her information so you guys can contact her below. Thank you guys for taking the time today. Thank you, Antonella. Thank you. Hey, beauty business babe. I really hope that you love this episode of the beauty business babes podcast. If you love this free content and you want to give me some love, I would absolutely love for you to leave a five-star review here on iTunes or Spotify and make sure that you go ahead and screenshot your favorite episode, share it on Instagram and tag me at I am underscore Kelly Ann for a chance to win a free prize. We will be doing free prizes every single month and I'm so excited to be giving away some of the courses and the product lines that I have available. Thanks so much for joining me. I love you guys long time and I'll see you on the next episode.